Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it's Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, which is exactly where you should go to place your college football wagers after my guy Emery Hunt tells you who you should take here on the College Draft Podcast. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Those of you that check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL can see the helmets and game balls and stuff behind me. It's proof. Or maybe I just bought them from somebody. You never know, really, I guess. You can buy anything these days. Uh, But no, it's proof. I did play. But then again, most of you listen every week. So I think I'm telling you stuff you already know. Like, at Ross Tucker NFL is how to get at me, as the kids say on social media. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. Love those of you that comment on social media about how much you love the show, which really means you love Emery. At FBall Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube, and of course, the greatest football NFL draft guide ever. Footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. If you are the person that wants to know where all these guys other people have never heard of, where they came from, Emery knows. Emery knows exactly where they came from. By the way, Emery, it's so valuable for so many reasons, but even now, like in college football, you've got, you know, power five guys transferring down to group of five. You got like FCS guys transferring up. Somebody needs to have a guide that's just like a a transfer portal guide to know where all these guys, because you'll have like these, one double A, these FCS guys balling out for F Power Five schools. Yeah, like the cornerback for LSU, the six three guy uh, that transferred up from Nichols. And we were on this show. I brought him up two weeks ago. This is a guy you want to keep an eye on. He's a he's a legit prospect. And you know, had he stayed at Nichols, he would have been you know the small school gym that everybody talked about, right? But he goes to LSU and he's buried in a very stacked depth chart. But now because of injuries. He's getting the opportunity to play, and people are like, well, who the hell is this? Who's that guy? Well, this is why you should listen to the Raw Sucker Pod, the college draft pod, because we told you this two weeks ago, but 
everyone asks, acts as if uh, we don't say anything and things doesn't exist, like the whole Malik Willis's QB1. We had that back in July, and now everybody seemed to come around to it. But back then, everybody was talking about, you know, Sam Howell or uh, Spencer Rattler. We were sitting here like, nah, prospect-wise, Malik Willis is still QB1. All right, so I'm glad you brought that up. Now, before I forget, I have a really cool story from my time in the NFL that I'm going to be sending out in an email. So you definitely want to go to any of our links that we ever post on social media and click to sign up for the newsletter because that's going out today. So make sure you you do that. Sign up to get my email story. I don't want to give it away, but let's just say, Emery, I didn't know I had a football card until someone asked me to sign it. So I don't want to give away the whole story. But I essentially was like, where did you get that? (laughs) So anyway, um, you mentioned Malik Willis. There was a lot of talk about Malik Willis and Matt Corral and their head-to-head matchup on Saturday. What were your takeaways? What were your thoughts coming out of that one? You know, I went back and watched the game because, it. you know, they wanted to put that game on the same time I was calling – Mammoth versus North Alabama. So I had to go back and watch it on replay. And you still see the things that you saw going in for both guys. For Malik Willis, you saw someone that still has the the speed, the looseness, the arm strength, all the physical traits that you want. But you also saw someone that was able to fight through adversity. You know, he had his ups and downs in that ball game, and he didn't go into the tank. He still was shooting, so to speak, if we use a basketball reference. And that's what you want to see, someone that's going to fight through adversity. We know the NFL – it's all about adversity. We saw that yesterday with Jordan Love. Despite him not playing his best game, they still had a chance to win had they got a defensive stop. So you want to see that part of the quarterback equation. Um, and it's really not Malik Willis versus Matt Corral or Matt Corral versus Malik Willis. It's Malik Willis versus that Ole Miss defense. It's Malik Willis and those receivers against that Ole Miss defense and vice versa. So for me, it was more about making sure the traits are still there and you and if you're doing scouting correctly, you're watching him play and you're saying, OK, he has these things, X, Y and Z. If we as an NFL team get him in this situation with a better A, B or, or C, then he should be able to reach his full potential. To me, that's how scouting happens. Uh, it's not necessarily they better win this game or he's not a good prospect, which you see a lot of on draft Twitter, which is asinine. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a great example of that. They didn't win very much. He had a lot of bad plays. But you know what? You could see the traits and the skills that were there. What about Corral on the other side? Yeah, Corral to me is is someone that, again, same rules apply for him for Malik Willis. If you like Corral as a prospect coming in, you're going to like him coming out of this game because this game is essentially another piece of the process. These guys have over – you know, two dozen games on film already. And so for Corral, you're like, okay, this is a team that you guys are heavily uh, favored against, or heavily a nine and a half. I'm saying, like, you guys have way more talent than Liberty does. Can you go out there and hit your layups? Can you go out there and, and dominate in a game that you're supposed to dominate in? And he did all those things. So he checked all those boxes. And really his day was over with after the second quarter. Um, so I thought he had a, a really good day from – a prospect perspective in terms of, okay, this is a team that you should be dominating against. Let's see if you can dominate. And I thought he did that. You know, um, it's interesting. I watched a lot of the Wake Forest, North Carolina game. And 
I really like both those quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Howe is just a tough, gutsy dude, man. I don't think he's got the same weapons he had last year, but he's a good runner, and he's not afraid to do it. Now, Mac Brown, Mac Brown has no regard for Sam Howe's health or or status for the NFL. No, he doesn't care at all. Not even. I mean, I think he ran him like twenty times, right. like an NFL prospect. And I thought it was interesting. Blackledge thinks he's playing better than last year, but they just don't have the same receivers around him like they had last year with uh, Daz Newsom and Deami Brown and the running backs. So I thought that was interesting. And then Sam Hartman, five touchdown passes, two rushing touchdowns. You know, the problem with Hartman is, I guess I don't know, Emery, how much of it is him and how much of it is Wake Forest's really cool, unique offense. They got a couple of stud wide receivers in Roberson and Perry. But Hartman looks to me like he's got some Mac Jones. He's very bright, very accurate. So I just wanted to say that a little bit too because uh, I really enjoyed that game. Let's get to some of the games this week. Like Wyoming and Boise. Boise's favored by 14. You'd be like the linebacker for Wyoming, Chad Muma. He is phenomenal, man. This is someone, and I always say this about certain linebackers because we see a difference in linebacker play nowadays, Ross. This used to be the standard for us back when we played. Linebackers that look to hit. Guys that are not peekaboo linebackers. They're not these wait-and-see linebackers that love to just eat up blocks. These guys are seek-and-destroy players. And those are the type of backers that I like that I want on my team. And at Muma is one of those guys, someone that plays fast uh, on the move and, and like he's seeing it and running toward the direction at, at full guns are blazing. And, and that's what you want from to me in this day and age as a linebacker. And he's athletic enough to really run with running backs and you know carry some bigger wide receivers down the scene. Uh, he's apt to, to make plays in zone coverage. So I see him as one of these guys like a former Wyoming Cowboy, that's that's now starring with the Bengals and Logan Wilson. Um, someone like that, that people may underrate uh, because he's not he's not going to check all the height, weight, speed boxes, but he has good height, weight, speed enough to where he's going to be productive. This is someone that, that people need to begin to talk more about at the position because he plays it, to me, the right way. And then for Boise, uh, the guy that caught your eye is the wide receiver, Khalil Shakir. Yeah, and, and when you watch him play, it's not like he has a top-end attribute like, man, you got to see this guy. He has legit Olympian speed, or he's 6'15", or you know, he just has Peter Warwick-like agility, right? You know, This is someone that is always open, understands zone coverage, finds that soft spot, has enough savvy to get behind defensive backs, stack them, and, and really haul in a reception. He's not a burner. He's going to be one of these these guys like a Hunter Renfro or like a Robert Woods or even like another Boise State uh, receiver, Cedric Wilson, that just finds open grass and finds reception. I'm a big fan of his game. All right, Boise laying 14. What are you doing? I'm going to lay those 14 with Boise. Wyoming's offense is helter-skelter. It's hit or miss. Um, and when you're giving that many possessions back to the other team, a team like Boise that's finally starting to figure it out, I think they take full advantage. So I, I can trust them with this double-digit uh, point spread here. Oklahoma is at Baylor. 
Oklahoma is favored by six points. I'm really looking forward to this game, just like I'm really looking forward to telling everybody, Emery, about the free fix finder service at AutoZone. You can troubleshoot more dashboard lights, including your check engine light, ABS light, and service interval light. The free fix finder will give you possible solutions for your lights, all backed by verified technicians. And if you need a little bit of help from a repair shop, AutoZone will even refer you to a nearby shop that you can trust after they send you an email with the whole fix finder report so you have the information you need to take on the fix. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. And you can only find it at AutoZone. So next time your dashboard lights pay you a visit, just get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, Emery. Baylor, cornerback, Kalen Burns. Listen, I wish I had speed like he had, man, because when you're that fast, the level of confidence is through the roof. Like, you could let some receivers think that they're open because your recovery speed is top tier. He legit has track and field speed. So Baylor does a great thing with him. They play him on the field side because why not? Why wouldn't you play him on the side where he has to cover the most field because he can run with anybody. So when you have that level of speed – um, and explosiveness, you're going to be able to to hold your own at least in man-to-man coverage. And he also has good technique in terms of being able to wall off the uh, receiver to the sideline, pin him to the sideline, play the ball while it's in the air. But it's his speed and his uh, recovery speed that makes him a problem for anybody trying to throw his way. And this is someone that that definitely has you know the athleticism to step in day one at the NFL level and, and have an impact. And then for Oklahoma, they got some good D linemen like Perry and Winfrey. Yeah, he's someone that he has what you can't coach. The ball get off, the hustle, the relentlessness, all of those things that that are innate. You know, those, those are the intangible things. Um, and you want to see him become a little bit better with his hands. Now, he wants to make the play so bad that sometimes his hands are a little bit sloppy. But you can coach someone up on technique or you can work with a defensive line uh, trainer in the offseason in preparation for the NFL draft and all throughout your career to really hone in on that technique. But he has the things you can't coach, which is why he's been so productive and so disruptive up front for Oklahoma. All right, Oklahoma laying six. They look pretty darn good with Caleb Williams, the true freshman quarterback at the helm. What are you doing here, Emery? This is one of those games where it's a, it's a, a statement game for Dave Aranda and what he wants to do defensively. So – I thought they got caught looking ahead last weekend, which is why they lost to TCU. So I'm going to take Baylor in the points here. I think this will be a tighter game, maybe a three-point game. Uh, A touchdown seems a bit much. You have Dave Aranda versus a a freshman quarterback. Let's call it what it is. So he's going to throw some different things at him, and and they're going to keep this game so close and and so so tight to the vest. I think this will be a not a touchdown game, but still a one score, but it's going to be a field goal. I think there's a decent chance Baylor wins the game. I'll just say that right now. I, I think Baylor probably win. I mean, these are the type of games Oklahoma loses every right. year. And Baylor is pretty good. And it is what you said about Aranda against a freshman quarterback. I like uh, I like the Baylor Bears in that game. Huge game in the ACC. Wake Forest coming off that awful loss to North Carolina, 58-55. 
Wake Forest defense is just a problem. Now NC State comes down. By the way, it didn't count in the ACC. It was a non-conference game, which shouldn't even be legal. It makes my brain hurt. Uh, NC State at Wake. Wake's laying two and a half. You got a wide receiver cornerback matchup here, Emory. I like the wide receiver is Ameka Amezi. Yeah, Amezi has been there since Torrey Holt has been there. Like, I feel like he's been there forever, right? Uh, but he's a really good player, polished receiver. Uh, plays on a on a field on on, on on plays the X position, so he's mo- mostly playing on a, on the short side of the field, which speaks volumes of his ability to beat you one on one. Went off the line of scrimmage. He's a you know above the rim guy. 50-50 guy, he's he's good in terms of blocking in, in, in for the run game. So he does a lot of things really well and and has good pro game. I, I hate using school-to-school school comparisons because people may think that's lazy, but it makes sense when you think about him and someone like Jacoby Myers or even Myers was able to be moved around. He's probably more along the lines of someone like a Calvin Harmon when he was at NC State. But Amezi has been you know the guy for quite some time. I'm surprised he stayed. I thought he would have came out two years ago, uh, but you know some some guys just love the college atmosphere and want to thrive there, and that's what he's been doing. And then for Wake, uh, you like Jasir Taylor of the corner. His quickness and footwork is is tremendous. So he's going to always stay in the fight, so to speak, in terms of a, a, a rep. Um, you know, he's their kickoff returner as well, so he brings good long speed. But I think his quickness and his uh, ability to to change direction his agility is what makes him a really good cornerback prospect so i will be interested to see if he's matched up on a mezzi uh, you know the size difference may be a thing uh, but because of his footwork quickness and agility and ability to mirror and match you might be best suited to put him inside and let him take away one of your uh, quicker slot receivers as opposed to i don't say wasting him but putting him on the outside against someone that's going to be big and physical like a mezzi Wake laying two and a half. What do you think, Emery? This is a tough game to call, man. Um, you know, and, and for me, you don't, you know, they say you don't want to let one loss become two. You don't want to let North Carolina beat you twice, so to speak. But in this one, I just think that NC State quietly is playing really good football. And we saw some cracks in that Wake Forest defense last weekend. I think we'll see that carry over into this week. So I'll take NC State in the points here. I'm not exactly sure how Wake's defense is this bad. They have a bunch of good players on that side of the ball. It's kind of kind of bizarre to me. I, I will lay the points with Wake. I'm going to show some faith in them. Um, maybe I'm blinded by seeing them in person, but I still feel pretty good about them. Speaking of picks, by the way, PicksWise is the number one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis Find expert picks for every game all season long. Load it with best bets, props, and parlays. You can find in-depth game predictions giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction, all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions to sign up for an account and place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Emery, uh, last but not least, we've got TCU coming off that big win after they let go of um, Gary Patterson. It's unbelievable, by the way. It didn't used to be this way, Emery. 
that everybody, all these coaches get fired during the season. But it's like, you know, Clay Helton and USC, that's one thing. But Gary Patterson during the season, Ed Orgeron, but he stays on. You know, Tom Arth from Akron, he's in his third year at Akron. I do the game last Tuesday night. Their freshman running back, receiver, and quarterback all played awesome. They fumbled the one-yard line going into it, and then he gets fired two days later with three games left. Like, I would want to see – they got two wins this year. I would have liked to see what they did the last three games and then make a decision. I, I, Walt Bell just got fired by UMass. It's like I think that they think they're, they're going to fall behind in the search if they don't just do it now, I guess. And you wonder how much of the early signing day plays a role in that, too. With that December signing day, uh, they don't want to lose much ground in recruiting. But I'm with you. You you get rid of coaches in the middle of the season. We never got to see the end of the movie in time with Tom Arth, who's a really good coach. Um, and so what if they go on a run? Now, do you give the job to the interim guy because they played well under him, even though he's building on what Tom Arth already laid down? Or do you just have to blow this whole thing up or get someone to come in and, and sell them on the joys of Akron? So it's 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 a tough spot to get rid of these coaches. And you talk about legends. Like, you don't, you, you don't get rid of Gary Patterson in season. You let him go out on his own accord. Uh, but apparently Patterson wanted to be let go right away. Um, but I, I just don't like the trend. Uh, though maybe I'm a traditionalist, but I just don't like the, the trend that we're going here in college football in terms of these coaching hires and firing, but I, I also feel like that early signing day, that December signing day, is is a big reason why a lot of people want to get the jump start on the new search. So Oklahoma State favored by thirteen in this one, Emory. Um, and you like an offensive lineman for TCU, Obina Easy. Yeah, he transferred from Memphis, um, and now he's he was starting left tackle at Memphis. He's starting left tackle here at TCU. Uh, big guy and, and does a good job, you know, chasing defenders and, you know, move, get on the move. So they use him a lot on the move in a run game, which is always fun to see, you know, when your left tackle is involved that heavily in a run game. Con- uh, connecting on his blocks, I think he tends to be a little bit more of a lunger. Um, so he's going to have to tighten that up a little bit, maybe try to be a little bit more assertive in that, in that role um, instead of, you know, reaching a lot and lunging because he tends to miss some. Uh, when he's trying to make that contact at the second level or on the move, but you just love the athleticism um, and the, the want to is, is is there, but the the technique needs a little bit more work uh, at the position. Um, for Oklahoma State, Trey Sterling. Now he's been out since September. You know he had surgery on his hand, um, so he's out for the season. But he is someone that may be back in time for All Star game season so you may end up seeing him in the senior bowl or the shrine game depending on how long his uh his wrist surgery recovery time is but when he's out there on the field he's someone that could play shallow so you can see him as sort of a of a combo safety someone that could play either safety spot can also help you out covering in a slot good zone instincts good ball instincts good alley defender so he checks all the boxes that you want to see from a safety in today's game and how the position is played where you kind of have to be positionless sterling's a really good player so i'm excited to see him uh, in this draft cycle uh and and maybe we get to see him in an all-star game if he's able to recover because he had the surgery in september and so maybe he'll be around in january so we don't know uh but that's someone that's you know kind of earmarked and keep an eye on 
uh, as the draft process rolls along. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Who's working for you in this game with the spread, Emory? Oklahoma State laying 13. 13 seems like a lot when you're talking about Oklahoma State because they love to play uh, and, and shoot out. So I'm going to take TCU in the points here. They're coming off the upset of Baylor. They're riding high. Oklahoma State's inconsistent, um, offensively speaking. Their defense is really doggone good. So this one could be a tighter game, but I don't see Oklahoma State being 13 points better than TCU considering how inconsistent we've seen Oklahoma State's offense be uh, throughout the season. You know, I got one more comment, I guess, which is just that in that Michigan-Penn State game, that'll be at noon on uh, on Saturday. A couple things I would say. First of all, Jahan Dotson is unreal, Emery. I mean, he is – and he's like 5'10", a buck 70, you know? What is your expression? If you're good enough to – if you're big enough to something, you're big enough you're to enough, whatever. Big enough. If you're good enough, you're big enough. Got it. I love that. If you're good enough, you're big enough. He, I joked in the first quarter that Penn State should throw him the ball every single play and see how many points they score. Emery, they, it, it was like they were reading my tweet. Now, they didn't throw to him every play, but they would have scored more if they did. I mean, he was – Set the school record for yards in a game. And by the way, if you're Maryland, how do you let that happen? Like, how do you let by far Penn State's best player just tear you apart like that? I don't get it. But anyway, the, the matchup I think is interesting. Rashid Walker at left tackle. Very gifted, very talented for Penn State. Still been inconsistent. Been a little disappointed with him the last couple of years because as a redshirt freshman, he was really good. He's going up against... Aiden Hutchinson. So this is like a showcase game for Walker trying to go to the NFL. So that's a good one to keep an eye on as well. Always keep an eye on everything Emory does over at Football Game Plan on YouTube. Certainly footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. I know a lot of you guys got it last year. Go ahead, get it now. Get it out of the way. You know, as soon as it's ready, you'll get it sent to you. And then at FBall Game Plan on Twitter, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod, and you can always watch the show. For some reason, right when we started, Emery had his hood up. Not really sure why that was. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker. Was there a reason for that, Emery? Well, I feel like as it, you know, it is, like let's say in rap battles, when you have the hood up, it, it shows you mean business. So I <laughs> meant business when we were getting ready to talk some ball. I love it. The keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.